Hey guys, welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast. I am your host, Susie Hunter, and I am joined by Kale, who is producing today. Loud air horns for a tiny little studio. Guys, well, first of all, if you're watching this, I'm already out of the country. Um, uh, So if I say anything that sounds insane, like... If for some reason, like Nolan Jones jumped through a table at a tailgate and broke his collarbone and I'm not talking about it, that's why. (laughs) That would indeed be crazy. That would be pretty crazy. Luckily, football season is not happening right now, so I don't have to worry about Philly area native Nolan Jones acting up at a tailgate, but... But who knows? I think we'll be okay. Um, So yeah, today is February 28th, 2024, 29 days until opening day out in Arizona, 37 days until the home opener. Uh, Kale, have you heard that we're doing the pregame party at at Ice House? Oh, lovely. I can't wait to not be able to make it to work the rest of the day again. (laughs) Um, uh, It was so much fun last year. I mean, you guys looked like you were having fun. I had to come back and produce that day and everybody else went to opening day and I came back here and was just a disaster, but we Ugh. won't talk about it. No. Oh my gosh. I remember. Cause like at least one other team was playing that night. Cause we couldn't do like a post game show after opening day. Cause too much was going on. Yeah. I, I don't even like, I, I think the nuggets were in the playoffs. So I think I like, mm. I think it was like, we had a playoff game that night. And I like, I think I remember coming back from the opening day party and just like sleeping on the couch here for a couple of hours and then like waking up and doing my job. But you know, <laughs> Oh, I mean the nuggets will do that to you. <laughs> that was like, so the story of the start of the Rocky season, I'm like, Oh, can I, ha-? um, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just like, was, there was always the nuggets something in the way but it's okay because they won the championship and we love the nuggets and we can do both we live in a sports town that can handle all of it but yeah we're running it back the party's gonna be at ice house um one day until leap day because real life is for march Okay, let's talk about some Rockies news. We got to talk about yesterday's game because some of the boys were doing things that we don't normally see. Like Sean Bouchard stole a base and he's literally never done that in a major league game before. Um, And Michael Tolia got a nice hit off a lefty from the right side and he doesn't do that a lot. He's got a 109 average as a righty versus lefties. He's a switch hitter. We got options with him, but... That is that is what we got to see. And also Ryan Feltner, his first spring training appearance, strong starting rotation candidate too. He was part of the starting rotation before that injury. He got two innings of work in, uh, no runs, one hit, one walk, one strikeout. I call that a fine outing, a fine outing. Uh, you know who had a fine outing yesterday was, um, of all people, Aaron Shunk's dad. So yes, Rockies minor leaguer, Aaron Shunk, who has been on this show before, by the way, um, an absolute great character, such a nice kid. Uh, Aaron Shunk's dad is going viral, um, He's taking social media by storm with just a simple sketch. We're going to show you. He tweeted this out. It is a sketch of Salt River Fields, and he did it while he was waiting for his son to appear in Monday's game. So this was super fun. People are really into it. Um, it's just adorable. Plus, like you, there's so much time in baseball to do other things. And this, this sketch is so cool. Apparently, he's an artist. He's going to join us 
for an interview right now. So here he is. Joining the pod now is Eric Shunk. He is the father of Rockies prospect Aaron Shunk, who has been on the show before. You guys know him. Um, thank you so much, by the way, for joining the podcast. How are you doing? A uh, little tired. I took the red eye back from Phoenix to Atlanta uh, last night. So uh, picked up my wife, took her into work, and we had a full day of work today. So a little bleary-eyed, but, but had a wonderful weekend watching baseball. I was going to say nothing energizes you more than watching, first of all, a spring training game. But second, you get to see your own son play with the big kids. How is that? It's unbelievable. I took I took one of my best friends with me out there um, and uh, we're, we're both architects and we, we spend a lot of time um, looking around at some of the Frank Lloyd Wright buildings that are out there and in the mornings and then in the afternoons, it was just glorious baseball on four days of perfect weather and getting a chance to see Aaron in there was was absolutely a treat. That is so cool. You really made the most of the trip. Um, you made the most of game time, too, because while you were waiting for Aaron to play, um, you had a really fun little project going on. You're an artist. I mean, I know you're an architect now, so that kind of makes a little sense. But tell us about what you were doing during the game. Uh, uh, nerding out, doing what I love to do, um, when I'm not, uh, actually watching baseball, um, or working, uh, in my day job, I, I sketch all the time. I take a sketchbook with me. This is my little trusty book and I, I take it everywhere I go. Um, and so I spent the first half of the game, um, until Aaron came in basically drawing the stadium. And, and so I, I've tried to do that with a lot of the places that he's played in the past. Um, and so the, the fruits of the labor on this particular trip was, was this, this sketch. So, um, hopefully people can see it pretty well. Oh my gosh. Oh, we can see it perfectly. That is so cool. We're going to, we're going to pull up the, yeah. the full screen of the picture you posted on Twitter uh, the other day. Uh, this is just so freaking cool. And I know a lot of people agree because you got a lot of attention yesterday on social media. Uh, more more than ever. Um, I, I normally post this to to some small groups so that my family can see it. I'm I'm involved with some some fountain. I draw completely exclusively with fountain pens, so I'm in Ooh. some fountain pen Facebook groups and and things like that. And so the the audience is pretty small that I'm usually reaching out to, and it's just a lot of fun to to work within a kind of a sketch community. But uh, I had no idea this was gonna. Um, get half a million views in, in a day. That's pretty un unbelievable. I mean, it's really good. Um, uh, so I am glad that it got all of the eyeballs on it that it did. I love that you were involved in such niche things like Facebook groups for drawing with fountain pens. This is amazing. <laughs> well, uh, my wife thinks it's a little silly, um, uh, but she certainly supports my habit. It's probably a lot better, better than doing you know, many other things. Uh, I, ju I just love to draw. I, I, I feel like if I could watch baseball and draw all day, it'd be a perfect day. I love that. This is so neat. Um, uh, now, uh, you've been watching baseball a long time. You've been drawing a long time. What can you think of that baseball and art have in common? Uh, real, real easily. Um, they're both very analog activities um, in, a, in a very digital and complex world. Um, drawing and, and baseball are two very simple um, simple aspects to life and, and the time it takes to, to do a sketch and, and the process you go through in a sketch is, is you know, I, I love, I coached Aaron. I loved watch ba watching baseball, all the levels he's gone through. I love the whole process of, of what a baseball game is, um, and what it takes to, to make baseball players. Watching that is fascinating. 
Um, and so just like I said, that that analog experience of 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 not being caught up in, in speed and and just everything flying by you at 100 miles an hour. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of tiny details that you might not fully appreciate once they all come together. And it definitely takes a lot of patience. But I mean, my goodness, your son is just that one step away from the majors and you've been coaching him his whole, you know, playing life. Uh, what is that like for you? Because you must be so proud. I'm just, uh, you know, I, 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 I'm in love with, like I said, the whole process. I love getting a chance to come out and see him play, but also getting getting the chance to take some of his teammates out to dinner as well and talk with all these young, fine young men, you know, going through this process together and, and you know, the support that they give each other, um, you know, when, when Sandra and I, as his parents, are no longer there to see the group of, of guys that he's with on, on this team and the journey that he's taken with the Rockies. It's, it's been pretty neat to see the group that, that has become his kind of his support group there. Um, we, we're just uh, thrilled with, with uh, the team that he's with. Oh my gosh, stop. You're going to make me tear up because, yeah, it is a great group of guys. I've <laughs> known a lot of them for a long time, too. Um, I love I love that you see that and appreciate it. One last thing before I let you go, something I appreciate. Um, when we talked to Aaron last year, we had to know how he picked his walk-up song, Brass Monkey, and he mentioned that you are the person who introduced him to that song and that era of music uh tell us about um i guess your relationship with music your son baseball and having it all kind of come together it's uh it's it's kind of an easy um leap because with the name shunk um i was called shunky as i was growing up and, and aaron has been called shunky and, and so hearing hearing the rhyme with shunky monkey um that that has been something that i use in in some of my art um details and and then hearing that song, you know, when, when he was thinking about picking out, um, uh, his walk-up songs in high school, um, you know, that was one of the ones that I threw out and I said, Hey, this is something, you know, might be kind of interesting. And, and he kind of took to it and, and it's kind of stuck from that point on. We, we love it. When that song came out, were you like, Oh, this is my family's theme song now. <laughs> it's a, it, it's always had a, had a close uh, spot in my heart. I just, I do like it. It's got a great beat and it's a, it's a fun song. It makes me feel good every time I hear it. And now every time I hear it, it, it it's associated with baseball. So I do love that. I, I love that for you. I love it for us because it's really fun to hear it at the ballpark when he's playing, but Eric, thank you so much for taking the time to join the show and we will talk to you soon. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. All right. We got to talk about Empire Today real fast. Um, you definitely know them from Empire Today, the theme song of uh, our childhood commercial breaks. Guys, they're still around. They are still at it. And they are still giving you that shop at home convenience. You're going to find the right product for your needs and a quick and professional installation. Empire Today is the best place to get new flooring. Um, of course, you're going to see copycats, but they're the OG. You can't beat them on quality, service, and speed. Don't even try. Yeah. They've also got a virtual floor designer, by the way, so you can visualize your floors before you manifest them with that quick and professional installation. Schedule a free in-home estimate today. All listeners can receive a $350 discount when they use promo code DNVR, like the name of the show. Restrictions do apply, but go to Empire Today slash DNVR for details. We got to mention our friends at Breck Brew, our OG, our day one beer. Uh, we love an ice cold Breck Brew 
And it's still February, so you, this is your last chance for Avalanche Ale as the beer of the month because certainly we'll have a new one tomorrow. Definitely. We, we've never got into a new month without knowing what the beer of the month is. No, Avalanche Ale. I love Avalanche Ale. So crisp, so perfect for this time of year, too. But Breck has a beer for any occasion. Do not forget about the Mile High City Golden Ale, the Broncos Country Pale Ale. Let's ride. The Fun Slinger and the Good Company Hard Seltzer. Uh, whichever beer you're looking for, you can find it with the beer locator. Go to breckbrew.com to find a brew near you. All right, guys, joining the pod now, we've got Clinton and Jordan from Clubby, which is a really cool company that... Um, Listen, maybe not all baseball fans know about right now, but it is a lifeline for a lot of players. But first, guys, how are you doing today? Fantastic. Thank you so much for uh, for having us. Doing Thanks. great. Really, really happy to be here. Thanks for coming on, guys. But yeah, I need to know, um, how does Clubby work and what do you guys do for these players who are in need of somewhere to live? Yeah, I think um, what would be helpful is maybe give you a little bit of a background on our story and how we more or less got started. So, you know, the first job I had out of school was working for a sports agency called MVP Sports Group. Um, you know, really good agency represents players like Manny Machado, Albert Pujols, Joey Votto. Um, and so when I was getting started there, I was doing a lot of the more or less grunt work, right? Shipping cars, finding housing for the players that we represented. Um, and really quickly, I realized that there was just a huge hole in the industry when it came to short-term housing for professional athletes. A lot of times as an agency, we were calling apartment complexes and having to explain to the you know complex that, hey, we don't need 12-month uh, lease, right? We only need six months. Or, hey, is this unit fully furnished? What happens if my player gets traded, transferred, released, DFA'd, things like that? And um, so just having done that for the players that we represented and saw again, there was just such a need for a company that understood what these players were looking for um, and was streamlined. And so I met Clinton back in 2018, and then we actually started Columbia in 2020. And when we initially started it, um, it was actually only supposed to be meant for minor league baseball players. That was the whole initial concept is find housing for players that don't have representation. Um, but really quickly, we realized that it wasn't just the minor leaguers that needed help. It was also players at the major league level, uh, typically players that are either journeyman players or are pre-arbitration eligible, right? They haven't yet bought a home in the city that they uh, are playing in. Um, and so we launched Clubby um, in August of 2020. And, you know, fast forward to 2024, we've helped uh, accommodate hundreds of professional athletes across all major sports in the United States. Uh, we're a nationwide service uh, that focuses on short-term fully furnished housing with flexible lease terms. And what that means is if you need anything from 30 days, all, essentially up to a year, um, we're going to be a really good fit for you as an athlete. Um, because again, all of our units are fully furnished. They're turnkey. The utilities are set up. Um, and if you find yourself in a situation where you're there for three months and you get released or you get traded or something else happens, maybe you get injured, you're not going to be finding yourself in a situation where you're paying for a lease in two different cities, right? That flexibility and the knowledge of essentially the business of professional sports is what separates us from, you know, a competitor like an Airbnb or a VRBO, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, this is like just so cool. And it's also amazing because I, I got my start in the minors. So I have seen firsthand how hard it is for these guys who are, 
grinding in the minor leagues. They're making such little money and uh, finding housing is just another distraction. Um, what do these guys tell you about um, how much this helps them? Clint, you want to take that? Yeah, absolutely. So that was kind of our goal in the beginning was we we took a lot of time to do this market research. And our, our real, you know, objective to begin with was to just figure out, you know, how much is this service really needed? We, we had an idea that it was needed, you know, from our just prior anecdotal evidence. But, you know, once we started to get the word out there, it was kind of just like, oh, my God, this is amazing. This is something that's been needed for so long in our industry. So it gave us really the ammunition we needed to just keep driving forward and start to build relationships with agencies, with players directly, with with team personnel, anywhere we could get in to you know let people know we have this service. And we're specifically focused on the needs of athletes. We know these guys need those flexible lease terms. We know they don't have to. They not. They don't have time to be lugging furniture across the country. They need the place to come fully furnished. So the more and more we went out and did this research, the more it became apparent that there's a massive need for what we're doing. And it just kind of helped us to just keep driving forward. That's amazing. Now, were you guys surprised that even though this started as an idea that was really catered to minor leaguers, were you surprised that um, so many other different people in professional sports were interested in something like this? Yeah, I've got to give a shout out to uh, Brian Hannaford over at Align Sports. Uh, They represent tons of really good players, boutique agency. And Brian was really the one that I, you know, the first probably couple months that we did Clubby, um, it was really just R&D, right? Research and development. And so I called Brian and I had explained, hey, I've got this idea. And he called me out straight up on the call. He said, hey, I think this is a great idea. I think this could be huge in, in baseball, huge in professional sports. But don't just limit yourself to minor league ball players, right? We have a need at our agency and agencies across the board and even players directly at the major league level to, to find housing. Um, and really, as soon as we heard that, we more or less decided to pivot the business a bit and serve, you know, now I would say it's a 90-10 split. 90% of our athletes that we work with are major league athletes and about 10% are at the minor league level. Now, a big part of that is because about two to three years ago, major league baseball pivoted and they began housing all minor league players. So typically the only minor league players that will house are guys that are getting maybe optioned down from the big leagues or guys that um, have families and they want to live with their wife and kids. So they don't want to live in that kind of pre-set up apartment complex that the team's staying in. Um, but I would say about 90% of our players that we work with are, you know, typically pre-arbitration eligible baseball players, guys that are within the first one to three years of big league experience, maybe even within the first five years of big league experience, or those guys that are, you know, bouncing around in the back half of their career, right? Um, we'll work with anybody. Uh, you know, we've worked with several different pretty highly named players, um, uh, high-end players. Um, but yeah, that's, that's our persona, really the, the folks that, um, are more or less bouncing around a little bit, um, and maybe haven't signed that, you know, 10 year, $200 million contract quite yet. Uh, cause those are the folks that really do need that short-term flexible housing during the season. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, spring trading must be kind of a busy time of year for you guys too, with, yeah. you know, so many players do not live where their spring training facility is. Yep. Um, Clint, you want to take that? Oh yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, spring is crazy. Um, and that's really been a big driver for our business. Cause it's, you know, on top of the, you know, the needs that these, these guys and their families face throughout the regular season, spring is just a mess because on top of the fact that they're all in 
two locations. It happens to be the two busiest locations in the winter for snowbirds um, from Canada and all over the rest of the country. So inventory is always, always very crazy, especially because they only need, you know, what, six to eight weeks usually. So we've been, uh, yeah, we've had a, a huge impact on helping people in the spring, in the spring uh, training, both in Florida and Arizona. We've built a ton of relationships with local realtors, buildings, you know, suppliers, anybody that's willing to, you know, work with uh, flexible leases for athletes. And um, it's been a big driver of our business. And we're really, really, you know, excited to be able to help those folks. We know how tough it is to find housing in Florida and Arizona in February and March. So it's been huge for us. Yeah. That's amazing. Now, I follow you guys on Instagram. I see the housing y'all post. How do you get such nice places? Because some of these I would love to stay in. <laughs> yeah, well, again, our persona, we're working with professional athletes, so they expect stuff that's high end. So for us, you know, part of it is having the flexibility of the lease. Part of it is, you know, giving them the options that in case they are traded, et cetera, that they can, you know, as we've been talking about, have that flexibility. But the other side of it is, hey, we want these places to be where players actually want to stay. Right. And so I would say um, part of the work that Clint and I have done over the years, and it's an ever growing thing that we're doing is just adding new inventory. So we use a ton of different uh, types of channels. We work with, you know, local realtors that are in certain markets. We work with corporate housing companies. And then really what we've done over the last 12 to 24 months is start cultivating relationships with local landlords and all these different markets and just explaining for them up front, hey, this is the type of persona. This is the type of person that we're working with. These are athletes. They're professional athletes. They need short term flexibility uh, with respect to the properties that we're staying at. Um, and fortunately for us, um, typically landlords, they want to work with our clients um, so they can be very flexible. Um, but having that conversation up front with them and explaining to them what we need in our leases uh, really gives us that flexibility down the load when we actually place an athlete uh, to make sure that they're, again, protected um, yeah, protected uh, on the lease side of things, um, but also, you know, finding places that are, you know, really nice for these guys. Um, and the cool thing about our service is it doesn't matter if you want a studio, one bedroom in a, in a, a condo or an apartment or you're looking for a four or five bedroom pool house, um, you know, for you and your family, uh, we've got uh, options that really fit uh, pretty much any type of request that comes our way. Yeah, guys, this is such a cool thing. Um, uh, how, what, what else do I want to ask? Um, uh, I guess that kind of answers the question of how it works in terms of, you know, connecting you guys, the players, the people who have the housing, uh, what's next for you guys. I mean, it, it seems like you've grown so quickly. What is next on the horizon for clubby? Yeah, I can talk about what's next. Um, and you know, Clint, let me let you kind of lay the the blueprint on what we're going to be doing over the next, let's call it six to 12 months and how we're going to continue expanding. But I think one thing that would be important for your listeners to kind of understand is the way that our system works, how players work with us is they go to our website, clubbyservice.com, and they fill out what we call a housing request. So it's a free housing request, um, pretty much just lays out um, what you're looking for, really what stadium you're playing at, what practice facility you're at. And we can actually map options in proximity to wherever you're going to be playing at. And then we really just ask the player what floor plan you're looking for, right? So is it a two bedroom? Is it a three bedroom? Are you looking to spend $4,000, $10,000, $5,000 a month? 
Um, so the player pretty much submits a ticket to us. There's no cost for them to do that. So there's no risk whatsoever from the player's perspective on submitting a housing request to us. And then once we get that request, we'll then source it to our network of providers, right? And typically we'll aggregate somewhere between five to seven options for the player to review, send that over email um, and over text message. And then the player can actually view those properties with photos and again, with the proximity so they know exactly how far the commute is gonna be to their stadium or facility. Um, and then they just let us know what, what property they want and we essentially will execute the lease. Um, so I think that kind of context hopefully is valuable for your listeners, just kind of understand how it works. Uh, Clinton, uh, I think it'd be really awesome for you to kind of lay the blueprint on, you know, what's next for Club U over this next, you know, three, six, 12 months. Yeah, absolutely. So <clears throat> as Jordan mentioned, I think a key to us is there really, we, we really emphasize there is no cost to use our service. We want to be an additional help to these players and their families and these agencies. So we're happy to, we don't care if you don't choose one of our options. We just want to have the chance to help give you something, you know, that you might not be finding. So that's really our goal is to just help these guys, you know, so we're going to continue to drive that. We're going to continue to drive our brand awareness um, and everything we do is very technology based. You know, that's the way we've been able to scale to where we are today is leveraging our technology. It allows us to work as efficiently as we are able to with just a you know small team that we have. Um, and we're building out a, a additional, you know, more efficient systems and more proprietary systems to be able to continue to source our networks. In addition to that, we're going to be continuing to drive penetration into different markets. You know, we're very much in baseball right now, but there's a lot more we can be doing there. And there's also a lot more we can do in across the other sports. Um, we know there's a lot of need for everybody out there. And we're just working on internally our systems to make things more efficiently, more efficient overall, um, more inventory options in general, which is always a need. And just, you know, more efficient professional communication with all of our customers, which will continue to get better down the road here. Yeah. yeah. One, I'm sorry. One last question, though. Um, if this is free for players, how are you guys making money? Yeah. So I think that's an important thing to call out. So um, the process of submitting a housing request, there's no cost to it. The way that we actually make our money on our end is, is called rental arbitrage, right? So we actually take these units out. We make sure they're fully furnished. We get the utilities set up and then we sublease them to um, to our athletes. Um, so that's the way that we make money on our end. Um, one thing that I definitely wanted to mention, though, while we're on this call is just giving a shout out to an organization that's been absolutely tremendous for us, and that's Our Baseball Life. Um, so Our Baseball Life is a huge community um, of wives and significant others across Major League Baseball. Um, and so we became Our Baseball Life's um, exclusive short-term housing provider um, probably about six months ago. Um, and so we think that, you know, driving new relationships with organizations like that, that have, you know, a nested interest in the world of professional sports, whether it's baseball, NFL, NHL, et cetera, is going to be huge for us um, in 2024 and beyond. Um, so I uh, definitely want to give them a, a big shout out as they've been crucial to our success um, in the past, you know, year or so. That's really cool. That's so cool, you guys. Um, anything else that I forgot to ask you before I let you guys get on with your day? Yeah, I just want to make sure that folks know how to follow us. Um, big part of what we do is we post, you know, the properties that we have our athletes stay at. Um, but another thing we do is funny memes, right? And we've seen uh, that our Instagram page, um, it gets a lot more engagement when we're posting memes about 
the challenge of finding housing as a professional athlete. So for any of your listeners, if you want to stay involved with us, um, feel free to send us a direct message or send us a follow on Instagram. Our Instagram is at clubby. So that's at C L U B B I E, just like my hat here. Um, so please shoot us a follow on Instagram. Uh, we'd love to stay engaged with you. Um, and it could be something in the future where we'll be offering internship opportunities uh, for students that are in university or folks that are getting started within the world of professional sports. Um, Clint, anything else that you want to add? Um, we're just really excited to be here. You know, we, we're, we're, we love the opportunity we have to serve these players. You know, the, the feedback, the testimonials we get, you know, it's, it's just awesome. It's what keeps us going. And we really, really appreciate the opportunity to just keep getting our name out there and helping these players and their families. Well, I appreciate you guys coming on. Um, since, you know, spring training is such a fun time for you, do you have any, like, fun events maybe going on? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I hope we can see you there. Um, so, yeah, next Saturday, March the 9th, um, Top Golf Scottsdale. Uh, we're going to be hosting a mixer for about 200 to 250 of our clients um, from across MLB. Um, so uh, it's going to be a great night of, you know, top golf, drinks, food, giveaways, things like that. Um, and we're not really looking to get anything out of the event other than for folks to have a really good time and um, see our logo as they're having a good time. So we're not doing any type of hard selling or anything like that at the event. That's not the purpose. It's really just going to be a fun function, a mixer. And uh, we expect that this year it's going to be largely successful and maybe even next year we'll double it in terms of its size. Um, so yeah, we, we hope that you can make it out. I'd love to get some tickets sent your way. It's going to be uh, a great night and uh, we've got a lot of uh, cool things that are lining up for it. Uh, well, I appreciate you guys uh, so much for coming on, explaining how this all works. Um, and I'm excited for you guys. So yeah, keep me posted, but I will talk to you guys soon. But again, thank you so much for joining the pod. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay, guys, let's get serious for a second. We, I'm sure your kid is very talented at sports or whatever activity they do. Uh, but chances are they're not going to get that full ride D1 scholarship. You got to start saving for college now. It is just getting more expensive and you don't want your kids to have all that student loan debt like the rest of us have. That is why college invest is so important. You can start saving for college early and college invest makes it easy with a flexible savings plan and you'll benefit from a Colorado tax deduction too. Savings can also be used for trade schools and apprenticeships nationwide, not just here in Colorado, but open your account right now at collegeinvest.org. And let's shout out our friends at Fubo TV because that is how you were going to get the most Colorado sports for the best price. More than 140 live channels of channels of sports shows, movies, and news, and you can stream live TV from any device. And again, you can get the most Colorado sports at the lowest price. You can start watching immediately, too, with a free trial. Who doesn't love a free trial? I do. But yeah, um, not to mention, guys, you're going to get a thousand hours of cloud DVR included at no extra charge. What are you even waiting for? Uh, get all those Colorado sports on your TV or your device with Fubo, go to www.fubotv.com slash DNVR to sign up. And that code will get you 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. But again, go to fubotv.com slash DNVR. 
All right. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit about the trade market right now. Also, remember the disclaimer. I'm really taking a gamble that none of these guys are going to get scooped up in the next 24 hours. But wouldn't it be hilarious if they did? Um, I will chug a Coors. Chug a Coors? Oh, yeah. I'll chug a beer, whichever. <laughs> I'll chug a beer on the show if any of these guys get snagged uh, between now and when you're listening to this. Okay, so first base. Free agents still on the market. Brandon Belt still on the market. 36 years old, you know, not a young whippersnapper. 2.4 war. That's not bad. Uh, Donovan Solano, CJ Crone. Are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> um, guys, I am in such a preseason form right now. It's not even funny. Um, Joey Votto. Joey Votto's still looking for a team, by the way. He like he like wants to play. I'm sad that the Reds just didn't say, like, let's keep him around. That's how you know the Reds are like, yeah, no, we want to actually compete this year. We can't just be nice and uh, sign everyone's favorite Red just for the hell of it. Um, Yuli Guriel is still on the market. He's 40 already. I can't even believe that. Um, Eric Hosmer was on the market. He retired. Eric Hosmer. Part of one of the most hilarious trades in recent MLB history. Second baseman that are still in the market, Elvis Andrus. Colton Wong is still on the market. Jonathan Shoup, Hanser Alberto, former Dodger. Uh, Hanser Alberto, by the way, um, one of the last times he was at Coors, he was playing rock, paper, scissors with little Rockies fans in the stands. Maybe some of them were little Dodgers fans too, because that's how it be sometimes at Coors Field, but... He was playing rock, paper, scissors with kids. And if they won, they would get um, a ball, which I thought was fun. Uh, third baseman that are still on the market, Josh Donaldson, Evan Longoria. Both of them are 38 years old already. Like time is just flying. Uh, punches are not flying from Tommy Pham right now. He is still uh, a free agent as well. I still think it's hilarious that he was part of the Diamondbacks team last year. They did not bring him back, but instead they brought back his nemesis or they didn't bring him back. They signed his nemesis, Jock Peterson, when they already have a dude also named Jace Peterson, which definitely didn't cause any confusion on any tweets or in any lineups. It caused a lot of confusion. My goodness. Um, AJ Pollock, still a free agent, Austin Meadows, Michael A. Taylor, Adam Duvall, Adam Engel, Jackie Bradley Jr., Tyler Naquin, all these guys still on the market. Um, I'm just going to pray that the Rockies do not sign any of these outfielders because, as you know from yesterday's episode, we simply have too many. We simply have too many. Um, all right. So here is a, we're going to wrap up the show guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, next week's schedule, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Wednesday, 1230, Thursday at 1230, Friday at 430. We're going to do a little happy hour show. Uh, keep in mind that uh, big 30% off sale at DNVR this is the last day. So get on it if you haven't already. May 25th, July 20th, August 17th. Mark your calendars right there because those are the upcoming Rockies takeovers. You can ride the party bus to cores with us. Hang out at the game with us. Um, we'll usually have free beers on the bus too. Like you really can't beat that deal. Uh, May 25th is also, it's a Phillies game. There's a suite. 
we have a suite. It's not going to be like tickets in the stands with the peasants. It's a freaking suite. <laughs> Sweet life of Rockies fans. <laughs> Kayla's like loving this, by the way. He is <laughs> cackling over here, losing my mind. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, I'm so excited to be. Um, uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to Mexico. Me and all the Albanians, my whole family. <laughs> Stay safe. Thank you. Really, uh, the biggest threat to us is each other because Albanians love to fight with each other. <laughs> I believe that. We are a catty people, and I love that about us. Petty kings and queens, every single one of us. Kale, where can we follow you on social media? Just at Kale Sorbo, Kale with two L's. Um, you can follow me at the Susie Hunter on all platforms and make sure you are keeping up with DNVR underscore Rockies for all of the latest breaking Rockies news. Uh, we will be on it for you. But until then, I will talk to you guys on Wednesday. Kill, what do I like to say about closing out a show? What do you say, Suze? I say that's baseball. That's the show. Talk to you guys on Wednesday, right back here on the DNVR Sports YouTube channel. We all silly like the mayor. 